Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Our Gospel reading today comes from the Gospel according to Matthew. If you follow the Revised Common Lectionary, you'll notice I'm starting this reading a few verses earlier than what's assigned in the lectionary, because I think it helps us get some context. The assigned reading for today is the beginning of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And by starting it a couple verses early, we'll get a sense of who Jesus is speaking to as these crowds clamor to hear what he has to say. This is the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went through Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all the sick, those who were afflicted with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he cured them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. The verses that I just read are collectively known as the Beatitudes, and they form the introduction to Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount. I have to be honest, the Beatitudes always make me squirm just a little. On the surface, they are these beautiful pronouncements of blessing. Blessing for people who are poor, grieving, meek, hungry. In other words, people who do not appear to be at all blessed. Blessing for people who extend mercy and work for justice and peace. People who we might think of perhaps as agents of blessing, but not as particularly blessed themselves. These are words of blessing for people who so desperately need a blessing. But I have to admit the Beatitudes leave me feeling more convicted than comforted. When I hear these verses, I'm left with the sense that maybe I'm not materially or spiritually or emotionally destitute enough on the one hand, and not righteous enough, not ready enough to do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with God on the other. It feels like these words of blessing are so pointedly for other people, people who fit certain categories that I most certainly do not. But if we learned anything from Pastor Amy's sermon last week, 
Jesus did not come to divide people. Jesus did not come to put people in boxes. So it doesn't make any sense that Jesus would categorize us into those who are worthy of blessing and those who are not. Jesus came to reach across whatever lines we have drawn, whatever ways we define ethnos, those who are not like us. Just as he crossed to the other side of Galilee to do ministry among the Gentiles, Jesus is always expanding his reach, bringing more and more people into the orbit of God's love, not limiting those whose lives he will touch. I started this week's readings a few verses early so we can make this connection. We pick up where we left off last week. Last week, we heard that Jesus is going throughout Galilee, teaching and sharing the good news of the kingdom and curing diseases. Along the way, Jesus grew great great crowds of people, people from various lands, people who were sick, people with disabilities, all sorts of people came to follow him, to hear what he had to say, to seek the healing that he offers. Now Jesus is standing on top of this mountain, looking out at this ragtag crowd of people who probably felt anything but blessed. But that's exactly what Jesus calls them, blessed. Imagine for a minute that you are Jesus. Now, that's not something I ask you to do very often, but bear with me for a second. Just imagine that you are standing where Jesus is standing, out on top of this mountain, looking out at the crowds of people. There are so many that that by the edges of the crowd, they just turn into these tiny specks out there in the distance. The world would look out on this crowd and just see a, a sea of desperate nobodies. But Jesus looks out at this crowd and he sees a vision of the kingdom of heaven on earth. And Jesus calls them blessed. Blessed. What does that mean? The promise of blessing that Jesus offers is less about who we are or what we have and more about whose we are. We are not blessed because of our circumstances. We are blessed because we belong to God, because we are included in God's coming kingdom. That's what Jesus sees when he looks out at the crowds, people who have a place in God's kingdom. When he speaks these pronouncements of blessing, it's as though he's saying, you over there who are in mourning, I see you. You will find the comfort that you seek in God's kingdom. And you over there who feel so defeated, who wonder whether your life has any meaning and purpose, I see you. You have a place in God's kingdom. And you over there, you who are working tirelessly to speak out against injustice, who are heartbroken over yet another black man's murder, your efforts are not in vain. And you over there, whose cup is empty and well of compassion has run dry, you will be filled. Jesus' words of blessing on the crowds do not constitute an exhaustive list. They are words of hope and promise for a people who probably felt anything but blessed. They surely needed to hear this good news and know that it is for them. So do we. Jesus' words of blessing are for each and every one of us too. 
you are blessed. Not because of who you are, not because of what you have, not because of anything you've done, not because you fit in any particular category, not because of your privileged circumstances, not because of any suffering you've managed to endure. You are blessed because Jesus claims you as kin and promises you a place in God's kingdom. With these words, with this sermon, Jesus establishes who is worthy to receive God's blessing. And the short answer is everyone. Blessing is not something reserved for a few, for the privileged, for the special. Blessing is for everyone. And that's the point of Jesus' words today. They underscore God's love for all people, including those who have been dismissed or disregarded by the world. What are we supposed to do with this gift that God has chosen to love and bless each and every one of us? The prophet Micah tells us the answer in our other reading assigned for today. It comes from Micah chapter 6, and it's verse 8, which might be familiar to you. Do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with our God. Said in another way, follow Jesus' lead. Share God's love to all people just as Jesus did. And if you begin to think that's too tall of an order, remember that last part of the phrase, walk humbly with God. This is not our work to be done alone. This is God's work done in and through us. In other words, we are blessed to be a blessing for others. The blessings we receive in worship, forgiveness and mercy around the font, encouragement in the Holy Scriptures, a place at God's table, grace and sustenance in the meal, God's presence in our midst. These are the blessings we share with others. The blessing of forgiveness, the blessing of belonging, the blessing of being remembered, the blessing of receiving food and sustenance, the blessing of showing up for one another and being seen. Sharing our blessing is how God's kingdom becomes a visible reality. So rejoice and be glad, dear ones, for ours is the kingdom of God. Amen. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.